Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Talking about chicken a la king. Mango and garbanzo tabbouleh. Real potatoes and vegetables. With roasted garlic and basil. Zucchini ziti. Granola fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Guys, welcome to Green Eggs and Dan, where I interview amazing people with amazing minds, but all I care about is what is in their fridge, or do I? Today, we are trying something different. Me and my compadre, my BFF in comedy and in life, Jordan Carlos, are going to try a new series called What'd You Eat? A monthly series where we we just talk about what we had for the last week, uh, what came up food-wise, restaurant-wise, um, at the dinner table, at the breakfast table, at the, at, the, at the coffee shop, wherever, and we just go through it with each other like the two chums that we are. What do you think, JC? I think it's a great idea, chum. I'm really, I'm happy to chum the waters with you, buddy. I love that. What are you, what, 1925? Why do you say chum? I like it. I like it. It's cute. Yeah, let's do it, chum. We're off to a great start. Yeah, buddy. Let's talk about it. Yeah, how about you and I talk about all the shanks and all the all the chops we had down on down on old <laughs> Doya Street? Eh? <laughs> oh my God! Uh, Meet me at Delmonico's. Hey, who's gonna do? Oh 86. my God! Right, right away, you made me think of uh, Keen's yes. Chop House, uh, which I think is one of the oldest steakhouses in New York. That oh, is yes. one of the only places in America that you can get a mutton chop, and it is. Delicioso. And it's uh, it's just such a cute, it's such a cool place. They have like old um pipes hanging from the ceiling. It's very, oh, it's great. I love it. Old asbestos just leaking into your food, things like that. It's just so authentic. <laughs> like, give me 30 bucks. <laughs> give me 30 bucks for this mutton chop, you son of a gun. You you just wish for better times when the milkman delivered and women knew their place. Oh boy. <laughs> I, I, I kid, I kid. Where is this place? I want to know because I, I want to add it to my list of places to go. It's great. It's like if you're ever in like the middle of Midtown with nothing to do, Keen's Chop House. I think it's somewhere. Oh, it's like in, on, I've been to Keen's. Yeah, it's like 40th Street or something. I've been to Keen's. I love Keen's. They have such hostility to vegetables. I love any Chop House. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I get some greens? Sure. But let me slather it in all the cream I could possibly manage. <laughs> Just drowning in cream. It's like the vegetables will kill you, man. Or just like they'll they'll give you just like steamed broccoli that you're not gonna eat. You're just like, oh God, what is this? I actually in terms of well, let's let's start off what'd you eat with what I ate. One of one of the meals I had this week. I actually went with a couple of buddies to Lowry's Prime Rib in LA. Which is Lowry's? a prime rib restaurant, yeah, that caters to like, like, like hospice patients, I believe. <laughs> like they're on hospice and they're like, "You want one last meal?" And they're like, "Take me to Lowry's," and they just wheel all these old people into Lowry's. 
Wait a minute. You mean as in Lowry's seasoned salt? Yes, exactly. So it actually comes from a restaurant called Lowry's. It's like a big sort of a beautiful room, like a steakhouse-y type thing. Okay. But all they serve is prime rib. Um, At least that's what they're known for. What in the Roscoe? And they got very, very famous for their yes. salt, their 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 seasoned salt, and that that is what you've heard of. Yeah, you see where I'm going with this, right? No. What are you, a white, doing at this mm. place? That's definitely in Crenshaw. That's definitely in Inglewood. This definitely you're not saying you're not you're not giving any context. You know good and goddamn well. First of all, black folks only black folks have Lowry seasoned salt in their pantry. Okay, and I didn't know that you did this. I'm jealous because I've never been and I didn't know that, but I definitely have Lowry season salt in my pantry. Any self-respecting black person, bourgeois or otherwise, has Lowry's season salt at all times. Do you understand? Well, get ready for a <laughs> plot twist, my friend, because there was nary a black man or woman what? in this restaurant. It what? simply <laughs> caters to old white people. <laughs> I wonder if the salt is the salt is like the get out version of Lowry's. They're like, we need to get somehow get into the hands of the blacks. No, there were no black people there. There were negative black people there. I would say. What do you mean negative Um, black people? What is that supposed to be? Clarence Thomas was there. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? I'm I'm really surprised by that. I'm really surprised by that because Lowry's has a story tradition. Story tradition. Mm. It's it's almost like it's like having Arm and Hammer, buddy, in your house. You know, it's like wow. I had no idea. Yeah, you gotta have it. You gotta have it. It's so funny because I heard of the restaurant before hearing about the salt. Oh yeah, well you would. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we went here, and it's a very kitschy place in L.A. It's like a super kitschy place. It's where you take your grandparents for their whatever. Sweet. You know, Sweet. their final meal and the final meal before they're executed. What are you talking about? Yes, <laughs> you take your your grandpa who's on death row. Uh, but we wanted to go, and I I insisted. I was like, guys, it's got to be great. Let's yeah. go. It's going to be a fun. And I brought a group of like there was a there was a very famous food writer amongst us. Like it was Whoa. it was a we we were rolling in deep, and I cannot express. How awful this meal was. (laughs) And I'm not saying this as a pretentious, like, oh, I'm an aged A5 Wagyu. It has to be this. I went here wanting to love it. I went wanting to love it. Like you'd go into a a Dave and Buster's, like wanting to love it. Like like I wasn't there with my fancy food hat on. I was there for like my experience. I wanted the full experience. They have this big Zeppelin that they, that they, the steel (laughs) Zeppelin, they like roll around and they open it and it has the enormous prime rib and they just cut off parts of it. Oh yeah. Those things. It looks like the Hendon, like a a mini Hindenburg. (laughs) About to yes. explode. And l- <laughs> let me tell you, I would have rather have eaten the charred remains inside the actual Hindenburg <laughs> than the steak that they served us. Oh, my God. The, <laughs> the humanity. The Dude, humanity. This yeah. thing was like a piece of grizzle. It. F- this was the funniest part. So they roll it around and there's a guy Ooh. who's like – yeah. Who's like not a chef? He was. He's just a cutter. He's there to cut the things. But he's wearing like a full-on cartoonish chef's uniform with a like gold medal, like a gold medal around his neck. He's proud of himself. Like he got some award. Yeah. I don't know what award it is. Back in the day, and they come over and it has this humongous <laughs> prime rib on its side, so it's like you know vertical, and. They ask, like, uh, what do you want yours? And I'm like, medium rare? Okay. He slices a piece. What do you want yours? Rare? Okay. Slices the next piece. What about you? Medium well? Okay. Slices the next. Like, they're all <laughs> the same temperature. <laughs> He's just cutting down the rib. And everything was so gristly and gross. Yeah. It 100% was not prime beef. I right. swear to you, it was not. It was choice at best. Um, oh. The vegetables, the salads, the sides – Nothing was good. Iceberg. Nothing was good. It was so bad that my friend and yours, Mark Priceman, yeah, literally stole <laughs> the fucking Priceman. decanter. He stole the decanter because he thought we've got so robbed that I need to rob, rob it back. back. Oh, I love that. 
Larry's, if you're if you're wondering what happened to that decanter, <laughs> Mark Priceman has it. Mark Priceman has it. So many questions, so many follow-ups. First of all, this seems like the kind of place that is not centrally located in Hollywood. It feels like I'm getting a Rancho Cucamonga vibe. I'm getting like a Fullerton, California. I'm getting like a like a in no, dude, Simi Valley, La Cienega, La Cienega, Beverly Hills, La Cienega, Beverly Hills. Everything that you think about this place is wrong, Jordan. I'm telling it. you, I love it. The place doesn't make sense in the universe. I like it because if the meal is so bad, let's say I'm at death's door, I'm stage four, mm. you know, full blown cancer riddling my body like Swiss cheese. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If I eat this shit that I'm like, you know what? If I eat this terrible meal, I'm like, yeah, I could die now because <laughs> I've done food and food sucks and I won't miss it. And it also makes me think <laughs> about last meals. I think Dana Dude, if Dana Dude ever got, first of all, you'd be wrongly convicted for something that you didn't do. Okay. But if you were ever convicted, you. if you were ever convicted for, 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 for murder one, in the state of whatever, California, or wherever they had the, the wherever they have the capital punishment. I think you're the only person on death row that would ask for substitutions <laughs> like on a meal <laughs> their last meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there a caviar supplement? <laughs> Turn off the electricity. It's gonna take another few hours. <laughs> I'd like to do the tasting menu, please. I really would like to do the tasting menu if I'm gonna do this. Oh my god! If not, the, I, that counts as cruel and unusual punishment. If I don't have the chef's menu, thank oh you so much. Oh my god! I'm just saying. But it's funny because yes. I I had a I, I did have a um I had an event in Vail uh, a couple of days later where <clears throat> the food writer Paul Feinstein yes who was at the t- at the table was the person interviewing me, yeah. and we had this talk and he was like he was talking about how my book is like. The subtitle of my book is How I Let Food Become My Life Navigator mm-hmm. and How Maybe That's a Dumb Way to Live. Yeah. And he was like, Dan, I know you and you still are insane <laughs> about food. And like, you're not taking your own advice. And my whole thing was like, look, we had that meal at Lowry's last week and it was probably the worst meal I've had in a couple of years, yeah. but it was probably the most fun I've had at a meal mm. in forever. Because we had so much fun bonding over the fact of how bad this meal was. And we were with amazing friends. You know, wow. the whole thing was like, it's called breaking bread. It's not called breaking, you know, uh, wild yeast, uh, sorghum, single ferment, uh, you know, sourdough. So I'm, I was going back to the whole thing of like, the food should be secondary to the company and to the camaraderie right. that the meal uh, brings around. So it's almost like sometimes you can bomb, but in a good way. Like it can it can be yes. a, a great bomb. Like the one of the best bombs ever was Bill Burr bombing in front of a Philadelphia audience where he just rants and it's it's mm. pr- it's priceless. He just keeps going and he doesn't care and he knows that they hate him and he hates them back. And it's actually great on so many other meta levels. So if you're talking about companions, um, conversation, experience, and and almost like foxhole friends, where it's like. Remember that horrible thing that we did that we will never do again? And you drive by it and you're like, Lowry's, my God. You know, like, yeah. Every time, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you have to have a couple of good meals to get get it like out of your system, right? It's so good. Oh, God. that That's that's great, dude. I love that for you. Jordan Carlos, mm-hmm. what about you? What did you eat? What did I eat? Good question. What did Are we I calling eat? it what did you eat or what'd you eat? I think it's what'd you eat. Yeah. What'd okay, you eat? Try that again. Yeah. What'd you eat? And hey, Donnie, you don't have to edit this out. People should know how this, how the, how the sausage is made. That's right. All right. So what, what'd you eat? Here's what I ate. Um, I was down in Chinatown on Doyer Street. Doyer Street is the, one of the only streets in New York City that does this kind of like uh, odd S curve. And it's, it's crooked. There's no cars that go down it. It's, it's weird. Um, I like Chinatown. It looks like one of those, like the, like the Chinese dragons, the new year's dragons. It actually looks like it. Okay. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to not, I'm not going to yes. And that, (laughs) (laughs) but my, but my daughter, who's a lot like her mother, reads the New Yorker back to back, side to side. And is all of 11 years old. And it's like, dad, have you read about the, the, the faceless masses in China? And I'm like, okay, kid, just read highlights, please. All right. (laughs) For God's sakes. (laughs) What happened? Can we get this kid a highlights fucking subscription? <laughs> so she re- she reads about this place called Cafe Mabu, 
And so I'm kind of like, all right. And she wants to go there for her birthday. So we're like, okay, what baby girl wants me to go? We go. And it is like, it is a Hong Kong, like fever dream explosion in your face of, wow. of it's ornamental. It's larger. The, the, the plates are larger than life. It's drunken noodles, but it's also like, Hey man, you want pancakes? We got those too. Like, it's just like so dizzying and nuts. I felt like I was in a pinball machine, but it's good, man. It's really good. And there's like this bear tea that you can get where it's just like, hey, man, you, you like to get cranked on sugar with your kids. Here you go. And I was like, do you have any alcohol? They're like, nah, man. you're just going to have to experience <laughs> this raw <laughs> Wait, was it like it was a super sugary tea? Dude, it was a super sugary tea. I I literally just like I I pissed out a sugar cane. It was like so <laughs> It was so uh, it was uh, it was very refined sugar. It had been to finishing school. It was like it was mostly sugar and some tea. The bathroom was in a refrigerator. It was like no one would believe you. What? Dude. Dude, I, I highly recommend Cafe Mabu on Doyer Street. I have to give the shouts. It's not only like cray cray in the banana, but it's it's it really delivers. It's very good food. It's so insane, but it's really good food. And it's, wow. it's pretty affordable. And since New Yorkers, I'm with my like married into New York family. They're like, you know, they talk a mile a minute, like we're on the fucking floor of the New York Stock Exchange. They're just like, are you going to get that? Are you going to get that? What are we going to get? It's it's their speed. It's like eating with Muppets. It worked. <laughs> it was fine. What does yeah. the place look like? Is it like a like a dim sum type place? Are there big tables, like banquet style with that no. thing in the middle that rotates? No, hell no. It's not. It's okay. it's okay. just, it's it's a... I don't know. I don't ask questions. I don't know <laughs> what permits were allowed and what weren't, but it's just like, it, it is like, it's almost like anime exploded. It's, it's dude, it's animalicious. It's so oh, got crazy. It. It's Sailor Moon. It's like, it's um, Studio Ghibli. Like, oh, I thought Totoro was going to fucking serve us, dude. It was nuts. Dude. It was nuts. Oh, I was like, God. I was like, I did not take an edible. I, this is incredible. This is like wow. It was, it was a living edible. It was a is it like a Murakami, like a Murakami yes. painting come to life. Yes, yes. <laughs> it oh was like God. your dinner is ready. <laughs> like <laughs> with no alcohol. They're like, nope, only uppers. <laughs> uppers only. Now at the. Other end of Doyer Street, which is kind of crazy because my daughter wanted to go there, there's a place called Chinese Tuxedo where, uh, crazily enough, Ronnie Chang had done a special, uh, a latest special on Netflix. And we went there. Now, that place is really cool. I, lo I love it. Um, it's not one of those uh -huh. kind of places that I've talked about before where it's like Asian inspired. No, it's really run by Chinese American folks that are from the neighborhood. But it's, you know, it's a little, it's a little elevated. But what I like about it is it's very much like, Remember um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom in the beginning when Indiana Jones is like in this kind of Hong Kong nightclub or whatever? Uh huh. So, so like that could have happened at any time. That could have broken out at any time. And I was kind of hoping for it. But it was like it was right. people dressed to the nines. It was like it, it's just a really good dining, uh, like high fashion, elegant Chinese experience. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, it's like I was like, love that. oh, that's good. Oh, so I went there, JC scored there, and then the final place, because you got to have two locations on a date, not three or four, but two locations on a date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wow. We're doing inside <laughs> jokes of Dan's dating life, everyone. Oh, my God. DM me for details. Yeah, hit me in the footnotes. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> I think there's a I think there's something lost that's coming back and it's I wanted to I, I told you I wanted to talk, talk about this. Wait, hold on. Before you before you transition. Please, 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 please. Can I go on a yeah. tangent uh, on a tangent off <laughs> of what you just said? So, I actually it's funny like I'm with you. The classic yeah. you know, the classic fancy, classic fancy love. Big fan mm -hmm. of. Mhm. Mm Newfangled hipster fancy. I'm having some issues with, especially when they take a culture that is not necessarily fancified. Where am I going with this? 
Ask me what I ate. Um, what'd you eat? Well, uh, last week when I was in New York City, I went to a restaurant with my parents and my brother called Bangkok Supper Club. It's the hottest new restaurant in yeah. New York. Everyone's going crazy for yeah, it. Yeah. Pete Wells gave it like three stars or something. Like everyone's going nuts about this place. I did make a reservation, but they okay. did the old, we have two tables, one at five o'clock <laughs> one at one in the morning. And I was like, yes. I had a comedy show. So I was like, we'll take, we'll do the early one. So right. five o'clock oh, now. No. Okay. <laughs> I get there at four fifty-five. Okay. Jordan and Carlos, it was like 16 degrees outside. Yeah. Like it's, frigidly cold <laughs> and i'm standing outside at 4:55, right and these fuck faces are like getting ready to open the door and there's a big window there you can see the sure. host and the hostess in their little section doing nothing i'm staring at them because there's like a vestibule in the front they could have let me in i'm freezing now my, it's nuts how cold wait, it is. wait hold on was it a vestibule or a porta cachet it was a i was it an was it anterior <laughs> anti room? Sorry, a vestibule. Brown. I a only went to Johns Hopkins. <laughs> I didn't go to fucking Brown, where they taught you these things. Dude, that's the Harvard of Baltimore, and you know it. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Baltimore, of course, is the Paris of of Maryland. <laughs> 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 oh my god i'm dying anyway yes i'm fucking staring at these assholes for five minutes and i'm like yes if my parents show up i'm not gonna let them stand outside in the cold while fucking trust fundy one and two are standing you know so finally five o'clock rolls around and they open yes. the door and okay. it's like me and a couple people waiting outside and they're like right, right. Welcome to the Bangkok Supper Club. <laughs> I'm like, hi. Um, I have a table for table for for five. And uh-huh. she's like, are the other guests here? And I was like, no, they're not yet. They'll be here in a second. They're parking. Okay, you're gonna have to wait here. So now I'm in the fucking vestibule area that's also freezing because I'm not where they are. Where they had their little heater heating them. I'm on the other side that is getting the crosswind. And I'm just staring at these assholes. And I was about to big time them. I was about to do a little, do you okay, know okay. who I am? <laughs> but I said, no, I'm going to, I want, I want the people to know how commoners are treated at the Bangkok's, Bangkok Supper Club. <laughs> so eventually <laughs> my parents show up and I'm like, my parents are here, but my brother is not. But okay. do you mind if we go sit down at our table? And they look at us like... I'll take pity on the olds. Fine. So they fucking let us go sit at our table. I guess this is my issue with a lot of the it restaurants in New York City that are, um, for lack of a better word, ethnic. Okay. They are so watered down and so meant meant to appeal to like boring again, I hate to make this a race thing, but like boring white palettes that they're just like, oh, this is the best. It's like I'm having Thai food, but I'm not surrounded by Thai people. And the food is just, the food is not challenging to me like most Thai food is. It's just like fucking, it's bullshit, dude. It's like it has a, it has a, it has like a little fart of Thai, like not, not full on, just a little tiny wisp of, of spice. And it's like, it bothers me so much. And, and the prices were so fucking egregious. Oh no. Like it blew my mind how expensive this place was. Was it a hundred, a hundred a person or? Uh, Probably got, yeah, I got to around that. But it was like one of the appetizer things was like a bao bun with duck and foie gras. And I'm like, oh, cool. And it was like $32. And I was like, great. Okay. I'm imagining there's going to be four of these buns. And I'm like, okay, can I get one of those uh, for the table? And she goes, oh, there's only two of those per order. And I was like, oh. And she's like, yes, and they're only enough for one person. And I was like, what? I was like, can I order that anyway? Bro, it was like two fucking thimbles of a bao bun (laughs) with like a tiny slice, like 
like a like a prosciutto thin slice of duck breast. Tell him why you mad. Tell him why you mad. <laughs> Dude, wow. the, the the slice of foie gras was so thin that they could have <laughs> they could have taken it off of a live goose and it still would have lived fine with that much liver missing. He didn't need that anyway. He's <laughs> like that's the sad part of my liver. You force feed me. I got a lot. I got a lot to go. Um, that's nuts, I mean, dude. Okay. Well, thank so you. Because I'm not. I'm not going to do that then. I, I mean, yeah. There's. Listen. The the city is replete with these kind of restaurants. It's true. Um, I will. Yeah. I, tip of the tip of the cap, of course, to Chinese tuxedo because at least they're down on Doyle Street. It, I, it's local people making good, and I like that. And yeah. you know, I mean, am I a hero for it? Sure. Those are your words. But um, it's it's just kind of like otherwise. I think people need to know, and eventually, on a long enough timeline, it'll be revealed that this is just like this kind of stuff is just like a dressed up TGI Fridays. Just a dressed up TGI Fridays, yeah. you know? It's like you know, it's 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 basically like you got a lot of memorabilia, you got a lot of a lot of things that demarcate that you're in some place kind of exotic, and then you get like a proximity to the culture, but without having to immerse yourself completely in it. You know, you're not going yeah, to Jackson yeah. Heights. You're not going to Jackson Heights. Right. And 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 I, I get it. I understand. You know, it's just like, but just be aware that that is not, that's not really, it's not the real thing. It's just a simulation, you know, it's just a simulation rather than the IRL, you know? So, I mean, that's, that's yeah. my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. And, and then, and then on top of that, you pay more for the simulation than you do the real thing. That's oh, my problem. Way more. That's the issue. Yeah. I mean, mind you, you are in the West Village, and I get that they have rent and whatever, but it's like, fuck me, man. Um, and just be nice to people. Be nicer to people. Oh, that. I have another one. Unless you're, are you ready to go for it? Can I reverse it on you? I know you, you don't like, you don't like when the servers are mean to you. You take it personally. Um, yeah, I, I'm a normal <laughs> human being. I take it personally when someone's mean to me. I don't give a fuck if it's a server or a normal person or and, and anyone in real life. <laughs> I think I, you they, have pre- <laughs> they every I mean this is a broken record but yeah, I do think servers get this fucking they they get this like pass from everyone. They're like he must have had a bad day. It's like, yeah, he but he just whipped his dick out and slapped you in the face with <laughs> He must have had an awful day for him to have done that. Let's give him 30%. I'm just saying, did you ever see, you never saw the beginning of Reservoir Dogs where it's like, they're yes, talking I about did. tipping. Yeah. Cause they're talking about tipping and they're like, they're like, don't you know, waitresses make the worst amount of money of anybody. It's like, you know, it's like you get paid like what, two seventeen five dollars $5 an hour. Plus you depend on tips. So I would, I would say, yes, it would be in your best interest to act nicely, but like, yeah, I've all the more reason, <laughs> all the more reason. Wait, you're making my point for me. They are no, underpaid. I- <laughs> they are underpaid, and to make up for that delta, they got to fucking be nice and okay. smile. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm never eating with you again. If, if people find out what you just said. Jordan, then, no, yes. I, I'm sorry, okay. but it's the, same as, it's the same as for our careers. We don't get a yes. pass if we had a bad day and have to go on stage. We have to fucking bring it no matter what. Because that's what we are in the service industry. We're in the service of laughs. It's what we have to do. I'm sorry. But this is Gen Z you're talking about, man. And Gen Z, they need a moment. They need a rest. <laughs> they overcorrect because we never did. They overcorrect because we never did. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like we never did. We're like, suck it up. Knuckle it out. Hold on. <laughs> Stick it back in. Again, you're making my point for me. No, okay? I'm not. <laughs> They get mental health days or whatever the fuck they call them. What are it? I need a mental health. I need a mental health day. Yes, a mental health day. Yeah, they get mental health days. Have you ever? Have you ever dared to take a mental health day? <laughs> My whole fucking life is a mental health day. Okay? No, we are of a different generation. We truly are. Yeah, keep, keep going. Keep going. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 
This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Jordan. Yeah. What'd you eat? Good question. Great question. The second place we went to after that, and it should only be two locations. Um, we went up to a rooftop bar and it was really cool. It was this place um, up near the UN mm. and it's uh, it's on Beekman Place. Um, God, what was it called? It was called Ophelia. Ophelia. It's a rooftop bar. Ophelia. It's in an old penthouse. And this place used to be like, it was like a dormitory for ladies back in the 1920s. And you would <laughs> a single room occupancy, like the Amazon. Like it it was crazy, dude. And it, um wow. They had old ads about how guess I want you to guess how much a one bedroom apartment was a week in nineteen a week? A week. Um I want you to guess. Uh, I'm gonna guess a thousand bucks. <laughs> Back then? In the 1920s, uh, I don't in the know. 1920s, when it was when it when okay, it opened, hundred bucks? <laughs> no, 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 way too. How young. much? Twelve dollars. What? Twelve dollars. Two if you wanted laundry done. Two more if you wanted laundry Wait. done. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at pictures of this place. Yeah. It's freaking stunning. It is stunning. It's great, and it's beautiful. It has that like the black and white checkerboard floors, beautiful Art Deco windows. Nice. You know what? I really feel like Ophelia is a great place in that the cocktails are very good. The service is nice. Mm. The views are incredible. And it really, it, it, it definitely, um, to me, I was like, you know what? I live in a modern city. I live in a beautiful modern city. And, and what we forget sometimes about New York is one of its greatest assets is the skyline itself. It's so romantic, yeah. sweeping, and inspiring. And when I was having my Negroni, I got to see people banging a building or two over, you know? No, you didn't. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Every time. Wait, really? Every time. Every time you go to like a rooftop restaurant, Come it's on. it's half the fun. You're seeing people like, just go <laughs> at it, dude. Animals. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, I was like, dude, they're definitely in the first few weeks. This is. Uh... <laughs> this is the. uh yeah. weirdest five-star uh, Yelp <laughs> review for Ophelia I've ever heard. Come for the drink. Stay for the fucking. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of that in the city. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, people that are putting on a show, things like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you see a lot of it and, you know, the rooftop, you might be, you catch a little bit of this, you catch a little bit of that. But you, it, the best part is the view, the drinks, the lights. As my wife pointed out, it's almost like a snowflake in that it's never going to be the same. You know, the pattern, mm. the lights that are on in each building will be different. You know, mm. go another night, another, another kind of yeah. lights. It's like, and it's just a beautiful constellation of lights. It, Ophelia, I, I can, I just highly recommend it. It's a good time. And it's, there's even more space in the summer than there was in the winter, but there's blankets and things like that to curl up in and get cozy. Mm. That's my MO. Yeah. So that's, that's what I was eating. Great. And drink it. Um, I've got one I've got one last one. Go for it. Go for it. what you got. Ask me. Ask me. Oh, Dan. Here's a question. Yeah. What'd you eat? So last week when I was in Vale. You really I are putting went to this when I was in Vale. <laughs> I went to this restaurant called Montauk, which is a wonderful seafood place in Vale. Good. And <laughs> I ordered uh, the Chilean sea bass off okay. of the menu. And it got me thinking of food rebrands because, you know, uh, as the listeners, as, as long, long time listeners probably know, mm-hmm. um, Chilean sea bass, the real name of the fish is Patagonian toothfish. Oh, and oh, sure. it, wasn't, it, it wasn't moving off the shelves. <laughs> no one wanted anything to do with the motherfucking toothfish. So they hired like an ad agency to rebrand this fish. And really? they pulled out of thin air the word Chilean sea bass. This bitch ain't even a sea bass. 
but they were like Chilean sea bass, let's go. And the world went bonkers over Chilean sea bass to the point where it was like it was like at the point of extinction. But they finally brought it back and now they're sustainable. Similar story uh-huh. with sablefish. Sablefish had uh, a very tenement Lower East Side uh, sort of uh, Jewy connotation, and they rebranded this and called it Black Cod. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Black Cod. Black Cod is a fucking sablefish. Okay. So, and they changed the name to Black Cod, so, and then it started selling like gangbusters, and they charged like five times what the price was. So you're saying this is the Ralph Lauren of fish because Ralph Lauren's real yes. name is Ralph Lipschitz. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got that. You're saying you're saying yes. sometimes your government name does not work. Sometimes yeah. you have They're to like... change it. <laughs> Someone was like, guys, we gotta get this stable fish out of the shtetl. Okay. Oh god. We need a new name. <laughs> we need to get this out of the shtetl. This was it. In this, this was the un- <laughs> in, this, <laughs> this, in the... this climate, you're just gonna just <laughs> if I may, <laughs> I do not know that. I that is that is fascinating to me. Um, yeah, but it does it does remind me of people like like you know like Cary Grant. Cary Grant, you know what his his birth name is, right? Ralph Lipschitz. <laughs> Archibald Leach. Archibald. That's kind of a cool name. <laughs> <I'm into that. laughs> but, you seems know, like a seems like a lateral move to me. You know, he, you know who was it? Hal Warner. He's like, you need to change it to Cary Grant. Um, they're like, they're like, get that crap name out of here. Cary Grant went on to name to to to, to great fame. You know, you got to like, no, that that is fascinating. Here's my here's where I'm getting at though. What? Yeah. What's the point? These rebrands are out there. Okay. It is happening in real time. Okay. There is an oil oh boy. <laughs> on the shelves of your supermarket yeah. right now okay. that you can find by the name Rape Seed Oil. Rape, not grape. I think I've, rape heard, seed it, yeah, oil I've heard of this. I've heard of this. Yeah. Is a thing. Yeah. Which begs the question if any food <laughs> needed a rebrand, if anything could use a little freshening up. It's fucking rapeseed oil. Yeah. Okay, Yet good. they yeah. they stick with it. Who is the <laughs> who is the president of rapeseed oil? Who's like, uh, granddaddy? I I really think we need to change. No, no. My father called it rapeseed oil, and my <laughs> grandfather called it rapeseed oil. I'd be damned if I'm the one who changes the name rapeseed oil. <laughs> He's got some like woke grandchild who like just graduated from Bates College, and he's like, <laughs> "Grandpa, Grandpa, I, Grandpa, stop shaking, Grandpa. I, it's it's not. I, I this, we don't need your tremors right now. Oh it's not my good for you. god, Grandpa, please just listen to me. That's so <laughs> you gender bender grandkids don't understand tradition." No, Grandpa, it's not that. Um, it's literally the word rape is in the oil, Granddaddy. <laughs> That's amazing. There was no such thing as rape when we came up with this oil. Oh my God. <laughs> you listen to me, Brock Turner Sr. about this. Okay. Oh, my God, dude. That's... That's so scary. That's so scary. It's not nuts. Can I ask a question? The, if there's rapeseed oil, then there is rapeseed. What is rapeseed? Um, okay, I just looked this up right now. This is in real time. I'm reading it to you. Rapeseed oil is produced from the seeds of the rape plant. Why is it called A that? yellow flowering plant belonging to the mustard or cabbage family. There are sure. two main types of rapeseed oil, industrial and culinary. <laughs> and I'm going to say consensual and non-consensual. Jesus Christ. Uh, date jesus christ there's a rape plant okay ladies and gentlemen you heard it here first why there's a plant called the rape plant what's happening in horticulture (laughs) okay i don't this is the other thing aren't aren't all the wokesters like changing the names of birds like with the audubon society and whatnot 
and giving them like wh- how is rapes has rapeseed oil? You know what? Untouched. That does remind me of one other thing, which is in because things are so like esoteric, like like you know so many um, subcultures and things like that, like like you know culinary subcultures. So rapeseed, no one even thinks about it. They're just like whatever, whatever. I don't care. Um, there's also in birding. I don't know if you know this or not, but a bird's overall looks, presentation, and coloring is called its jizz. Oh boy. <laughs> J-I-Z-Z. If you look up videos about bird jizz, they're like, oh my God, this bird's jizz, it's got so much jizz. It's got jizz coming out of every pore. It's Come on. I swear to God. I'm going to look it up. Hang on a second. Hang on. <laughs> Birding jizz. Okay. Oh my God. All right. This is going to be the first and last episode yeah. of What'd You Eat? <laughs> yes. Jizz. Impression of a bird. Wikipedia. If, if the internet is to be believed, jizz or jizz. I guess these people are like in a GIF versus GIF battle over jizz. It's the overall impression or appearance of a bird garnered. From such features as shape, posture, flying style, or other habitual movements, size and coloration combined with voice and habitat. Let me tell you something, okay? These people live among us. They know the word. (laughs) And yet they're they're like, look at that mallard just flinging that shit. (laughs) Just ropes. Ah, ah, shit. Coming off that flamingo. Good lord. Yeah, dude. I think. We're going to start a GoFundMe <laughs> to get an ad agency to take on the both the Jizz account yeah. and the Rapeseed Oil account. And to, to try to... We, this is our way of making a difference. We want to make a difference in the world. Please do. You know, I, I've, I feel like I need the world to know this. And they don't? <laughs> no, they don't. We're starting a Venmo account. Just give a dollar to... Uh, at rape jizz. <laughs> oh, no, there's even there's even a running like identifying birds with jizz or jizz uh, in ornithology. Oh my god, dude, we are unhinged right now. This is n- not good. Yeah, normally rain it back the bucket <laughs> when there's two hosts. Yes. there's like the one person who like reigns in the <laughs> other person. You and I are like it's like two Lennies from Of Mice and Men with no George to fucking. <laughs> Tell us to not kill a rabbit. Look, George's got to kill us anyway. So uh, sorry to sorry to spoil the plot. I want to say something now. Okay. Yeah. Ask me. Ask me what I ate. Jordan Carlos, what'd you eat? Okay, I went back to an oldie but a goodie with my good lady. All right, and it turned out to be not so bad. Back in the day, I used to go over to Jeff's over on um, West Tenth, and I guess it's Christopher. So Jeff's is called. Yeah, Jeff's or Jeffries. J- excuse me, Jeffries. Oh yeah, Jeffrey. Jeffrey's is uh, yeah. by the same guy as Joseph Leonard, yes. and yes. yes, okay, Jeffrey's Grocery. Yeah, yeah Jeffrey's yeah. Grocery from Wisconsin. We went there. Solid meal. Solid meal. Mm. Sat right away. Let me tell you something, okay? Gabe Steltman. I'm sorry, that's his name. Gabe Steltman. Gabe that's Steltman. the restaurateur. Yes, yeah. Gabe Steltman from Wisconsin, I believe. And mm-hmm. in this age of just like heightened everything, I can tell you, I can tell you one thing that still works. You walk mm-hmm. into a restaurant that's vanilla. You walk into a vanilla restaurant and you're an interracial couple. You're like, we don't have a reservation, but we like a seat and we'd like it kind of like a nice. <laughs> They'll hook you up because they want to. It looks good. It just looks yes. good. Yes. Your optics are very good. <laughs> yes, the optics are great. They're really good. So they're always like, yeah, uh, right away. Let me see what we can do for you. You know? So it's like other girls come in with vocal fry. They're like, uh, what's the word? Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Six oh hours. God. Leave us alone. That... <laughs> that is so good that is so good i should do that if i want to if i want to like you know go out with someone who's of a similar race as me rent someone of a different race get the table and then like swap this could be a service we just hello sharks have you ever tried to get a reservation and you're just a 
homogenous couple that's not gonna have to wait two hours. You've heard of back rent. This is called black rent. You just get it'll only be for an hour or so. Yes. In a very in a very funny twist, why don't you ask me what I ate? What'd you eat, man? I'll tell you what I didn't eat. I didn't eat at Gabe Steltzman's new restaurant in Brooklyn called Sailor. Oh. So Sailor, I was in New York last week. I was in New York and Vail last week. But when I was in New York, one of the restaurants that I tried to go to with my good friend Dave Meklowitz, and I bring him up because Dave is like head of food at all of Discovery Network. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're telling me about him. Yeah, he's a great guy. And he basically stacks up all the f- – he, he's he's a very powerful food man. Yes. Again, we weren't pulling rank though. And this the chef at this restaurant is April Bloomfield, who used to be the Spotted Pig. And she, she has. Uh, she has a reputation. <laughs> she, well, let me tell you something. That reputation did not follow her at Sailor because – and by the way, I consider her a friend-ish – like I'll, I DM'd her asking her for a reservation. She replied to me and said when and how many people. And I told her, and then she just never saw the message. Nice, <laughs> so nice. She asked me, never, but anyway, I told my buddy Dave. I was like, let's go at five thirty. Put okay. our name down. We'll go to a bar until our table's ready because it's the hot, it's the hot place in town. Sure. Yeah. Bro, we walked in. This has never happened to me. We walked in, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Can we put our, you know." our names down and she goes honestly there's no point and i was like excuse me she's like there's 30 people waiting we're not gonna get to you honestly like just you should go somewhere else and i was like shocked i was like i was i i didn't even want to like rattle off like i used to work at the spot of pick i used to the uh, 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 green eggs and dan she was not having it in that kind of annoying Brooklyn, you know, hipster way. Yes. And so we just left. We left. And uh, we... I'm sorry, It was man. so crazy. Um, no, it's that <laughs> kind we of... So- you know, it's the cat energy. It's like you're walking into... You know, that the restaurant energy they have in Brooklyn. You walk in. It's like, I'm sorry. You know, it's like you're walking into a teenager's room without knocking. Like... Your place yes, is business. Yes. Take our name. And we get it's it's like a fucking open mic. When you get to my name, call me. What the fuck is the matter with you? It's a restaurant, yeah? Oh my god, it's so true. They're like, what are you doing it's here? But I will tell you, we ended up going across the street okay. at to a restaurant called Colonia Verde. Okay. They couldn't have been nicer. Mm. They and again. They had no idea who we were. We weren't pulling rank. They could not have been nicer. Mm-hmm. The food was fucking stellar. Wow. It was a warm environment. You know what they you know what they were doing, but right, just to bring it all around? They were doing sort of like elevated um uh like Latino food. I don't know. I, I, it was pretty general Latino. Like they had mm-hmm. stuff from everywhere. Like there was Panda Queso on it. Yeah. There was like, you know. There was like Peruvian chicken. They had they were they were mm-hmm. like grabbing from wherever. All the hits. And the food was really so. They they were doing what Bangkok Supper Club was trying to do but couldn't do. It retained the like original the OG kind of mm-hmm. punchiness. Yes, the constitution of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but they added their own little touches, and it was like beautiful space, good mezcal and wine program. I mean, and they were so cool and so eager to like. We showed interest in the mezcals. They just brought out all these things to have us uh-huh. taste. We had the best time. So, uh, you know, until Sailor treats me good, until they mm-hmm. they done they done me dirty, I'm a Colonia Verde guy all the way. Uh-oh. I got – see, that's that's what makes this so hard. Colonia Verde went out of business yesterday. Oh. Oof. <laughs> uh, um, hey, uh, Sailor people, if you're listening, uh, just kidding. Just kidding. I'll wait. I'll, I'll show up at 3 o'clock and put my name down. <laughs> No, I mean, honestly, there's so many places like that in New York where it's like, it's, it's all about, it's the scene, it's everything like that. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is, baby. We love it. If there's no like DMV type line to get in, we don't trust it. There's a place in Brooklyn Heights called Apartment 4F that has six, $7 croissants, whatever it is. There's a place across the street from it. That's just, uh, uh, it's been there for 30 years. That place is drying up like a prune. 
and apartment 4f has a line down the block you know what i'm saying like down the block yeah. every morning people w- like lining up at 5 a.m for for the croissant you know so it, it's it's all about what's hot in these streets dude it's it's hard you root for the little guy but you know what's gonna happen dude you know what's gonna happen yeah but the, but the truth is hype hype eventually yeah. ends and then Ooh. your reputation is is how nice you are to Ooh. people honestly Ooh. that's with any restaurant that stood the test of time you can be you could be dressed like a homeless person and walk into fucking Balthazar and you're gonna be treated mm-hmm. nicely yeah and the reason is because they know service and they know that they know that they don't want to be a flash in the pan the, that was what bothered me was her attitude she could have said listen this is gonna sound crazy but the New York Times review just came out we are so bombarded You're, we have 30 people here can I put your name down for a reservation on another, on another day we'd love for you to come but it wasn't that it was yeah. it was literally she said the words honestly you might as well just go somewhere else okay well that's not gonna make me want to come back to your restaurant what you do at that moment is you take the little dais that she's on the podium you throw it out the plate glass window <laughs> And you say, you're never going to forgive me. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and, then, and then everyone leaves because they're scared and you go take a seat and order food as you wait for the cops. <laughs> like, I'm enjoying my meal. I'm enjoying my meal. <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, man. Jordan. I think this. I think this is a, a perfect place to uh, wind down. A wonderful yes. inaugural episode. Oh yeah. Um, let us know what you think in the comments section. This is a new <laughs> a new venture for us. I just realized I never get as excited and passionate and heated when I talk about food as I do when I talk with my BFF Jordan. Clay. Oh. So I, I hope you get. I hope the listeners enjoy this as much as we do. I love you, man. And I feel the same way. You definitely trigger something deep <laughs> in me that I don't, I'm like, I don't even think about these things. And you're like, tell me about your restaurant experiences and the trauma that's unearthed is, uh, it's extensive. It's extensive. Dan. Oh, well, yeah. no, listen, you are, yeah. I'll end it on a positive note. You're a beautiful tableau of a human being. Uh, oh. Your, your, your brain your outsides, your everything, it all contributes to your wonderful jizz. (laughs) Thank you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.